Recording in progress. So we're going to pick it up from Dafnun Vav Amid Aleph, the second line. The Gemara is dealing with like this. We said that if you live with a woman, B'meizid, B'aynis, B'shoigig, it works. Right? If you do Yibam, B'aynis, B'shoigig, B'meizid, it works. The question is, does it work fully legamri? Meaning, let's say you're a Kayan, and she is not a Kayan. She's not a Kayan. So when you marry her, she could eat Truma. The question is, if you do Yibam and you do it B'aynis, so we said that it works, but does it work that she could eat truma? That's the shayla. Meaning, how much does it work? Does it? It definitely works in mekayim the mitzvah. It, it works that you have the yerusha, but does it work that 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 she could eat truma? Like, is she your wife? Wife? That's the question. Now, if you do yibam in a regular way, mekayim the mitzvah, then of course it works. The question is, you did this yibam in an in a not good way. So we said that it works, but the question is like, how much? Yeah? I'm sorry, you're saying that if you, if you did yibam. No, 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 no. You li- let, let's say you have a Kayan and she's a Yisraelis. So she falls to you. And you do Yibam in a proper way with the Mekayim, the Mitzvah, B'Shleimus. She could eat Shuma because she's your wife. The question is, you did Yibam, Hara, Shaygeg, Mezid, Oynes, like all of the Shvacher, all of the weaker relations, but they still work. But the question is, do they work that she could eat Shuma? That's the question. So it's a Machlaikis. The Gemara says, my kana, what does it mean that it works? So Rav, my kana will go. Rav says it works legamri, meaning if you do a shvacha, a shvacha bia, it works. The chikadi truma. Shmuel Amar loy kana el dvar mamun beparsha. Shmuel says no, it only works for lerish benichsei aviv. It works for yerusha, poitrim and ayibam. You make the mitzvah, but you she cannot eat truma. So that's the question. So here's the shaila. So you have a machloikis whether let's pick oynis. Okay, you live with her oynis whether she could eat truma. The question is like this. How, what was her relationship with her husband before? The halacha is that when a woman does kedushin to a kayan, she can't eat truma yet, rabbinically. She can only eat truma after nesuin. So the husband died and then she fell to you. When the husband died, had they already done nesuin? Meaning, was she already eating truma? Right, they're brothers. Right, so was she already eating truma and then you're just trying to like pick it up? Or was she after kedushin, so she wasn't eating truma yet, and then you're trying to like make her eat truma? You understand? Meaning, are, are you just trying, are you trying to elevate or just to sustain? That's the question. So we have machlekes of whether this type of bia works. The question is, what exactly is the scenario? So the Gemara says, like, what, what state, at what state after you do, uh, is she allowed to eat it? Does she have to be from Nisuin or after? Raisa, biblically from Kedushin, but rabbinically from Nisuin. So for all intents and purposes, she can only eat Truma after Nisuin. So the question is, what was her first marriage about? If her first marriage was already Nisuin, that means that she was already eating Truma by the time she got to you to do Yibam. Mm-hmm. So then it could be, it's, it's not as hard to sustain. But if the first marriage was just Kedushin, so she wasn't eating Truma yet, now you're trying to like allow her to eat Truma, it could be you need more. So that, we're trying to figure out exactly what the machlokas is. What case is the machlokas? The wife, just as a side when the, when the client dies or divorced, she can continue eating. No, she that. pauses. No, it's a pause. It's a pause it's in between. Pause in all cases. Yes. Pause in between. So the only time, correct, the only time, it's good to know, it's actually going to come up later in the daf. The only time, if a Yisraelis marries a Kayan, she could eat while she's married, then if he divorces or dies, pause, she can't eat anymore unless she has a kid. If she has a kid, then she's still connected to her husband. So the Gemara says like this, we have a machlekes, if you do yibam ba'oynis, whether she could eat truma. So the Gemara says, what exactly is the case? Min ha if her first marriage had nesuin, meaning the first husband who died, they were fully married, so she was already eating truma, then she for sure could continue eating truma after yibam, even if it's a shvacher yibam, why? She was already eating. This type of, listen, living ba'oynis 
it's enough to sustain, to sustain what the first marriage was. But keep pleading, the machlekes is mina eris, and the machlekes is only where the first marriage was just kedushin. So it wasn't. So the question is, is this type of yibam enough to elevate? Rav Omar Eicheles da Rabbi Rachman Abi Yishai Kamezid. Rav says she could eat because it's a good marriage, right? If it's if if it works, it works, right? This yibum type of works. So it works. It works. Shmuel Amar no. Ki Rabbi Rachman alok mimakam ba alumi ba loy. Shmuel says no. It only works to sustain what the husband did, not to elevate. This type of yibum will not be able to elevate more than what the husband did. That's what Shmuel's take. Okay. Vaz the Shmuel atamei, and this is Shmuel Shitaso. Shmuel said, whatever the husband did, whatever the husband, original husband did, the Yavam continues. Whatever the original husband did not do, the Yavam does not do. Meaning Shmuel says it just sustains. It doesn't elevate. Okay. I have a kasha. Meisvei. The, the, the case is like this. You have a healthy man, a healthy woman, who gets engaged, does Kedushin, to a healthy Kayan. So far, so good. But before Nesuin, before the Chuppah, he becomes deaf-mute. So the Halacha is, biblically, um, biblically she could eat truma because again, it's the second, once you do Kedushin, biblically you could eat truma. But rabbinically, they didn't want you to eat truma in this case. Why? Because we're afraid if they eat truma in this case, then what's to, what's going to stop her from eating eating truma if he was a deaf during kedushin? You see, during kedushin, you can't be deaf because you have to have a das to be kaina. Nisuin doesn't really matter as much. So over here, he became deaf in between. So it technically is still fine, but Chazal were not such a big fan because if we allow this, then they might allow a case where he was a deaf to start. Okay, so he became deaf in between kedushin and nisuin. What's the halacha? The halacha is, She can't eat truma rabbinically. But what happens if in between Kedushan and Nesuin, or let's say Nesuin, right? He does Nesuin and he's deaf. So it doesn't work. The husband, she cannot eat truma. Right? You understand? Yeah, but, but for truma purposes, we don't want her to eat truma because we're afraid so she's that... married for 30 years. Correct, she can't eat truma. It's a special halacha. Then he dies. Then the, the Yavam takes over. And the brother is also deaf. The halacha is Eichelis. She could eat. Correct. Now that's a case where the Yavam is elevated more than the husband. Right? The husband couldn't feed her. That's a good Shiloh. But whatever, the, whatever, whatever the, the rationale behind it, what you do see is that the Yavam is elevating her status more than the husband could. He's taking her to places the, the husband can't. So this is not like Shmuel, right? Because Shmuel said it just sustains. Over here, this is a case where it's elevating. So you see that the, the Yavam's ability to elevate and to, to elevate her relationship more than even the husband could. So the Gemara says, Ubazu, and the Bryce even speaks out, Yafa This is an example where the Yavam has more ability and more power than the husband. Because the Yavam can actually feed her even when he's deaf, but the husband can't. Which, by the way, my father's asking a point, which is like, rationally, why would this be? We'll see. The Gemara is going to change the case in a moment. But what you do see is it's not like Shmuel. So, Bishla, Milarav, Nichla, Shmuel, Kasha. It's not like Shmuel, right? Because Shmuel's whole point is that if the first husband died after Kedushin, so she wasn't eating Truma, and then the Yavim takes over, the Yavim can't elevate if it's a Shvach because the Yavim can't elevate. He could just sustain. Over here, the Yavim's elevated. So, you know what the Gemara says? The case is not what you thought. The case is not where the husband 
became deaf after Kedushin. The case is actually where the husband became deaf after Nesuin, and she was eating truma. So all the Vraisa means is that the, hus- the Yavim just sustains. Meaning we thought the case was that she wasn't eating truma because the husband was deaf before Nesuin, and then the Yavim can allow her to eat truma, and then my father said, like, why would that be? The answer is, it's not the case. The case is actually, he's Mekadashar healthy, Nesuin healthy. She's eating truma, then he becomes deaf. Then he dies, the Yavim is also deaf, and the Yavim can sustain. So she was eating Correct. So it's, it's okay. much less of a Chiddush. But what about that actual case then? Huh? That case did happen, I, I, I don't know, but the so point is that's not the... Yeah, but the, the that's case. not what the Bryce is talking about. That's the point. That's not what the Bryce is talking about. The Bryce is talking about specifically a case where she was eating truma, then the husband died, then the Yavim is, is deaf, and the Yavim sustains. So why does, it, why does the Bryce say that the Yavim is more powerful? The reason why the Yavim is more powerful is because the Yavim is going into the situation deaf. If the husband had come into the situation deaf, it wouldn't work. But the oven is coming into the situation deaf, and it works. That's why you can see it's slightly more powerful. But the point is, it's just sustaining, it's not elevating. So the Gemara says, Amr lach Shmuel, Shmuel says, change the case. If he was deaf before Nesuin, she wouldn't be able to eat. But the case is actually where he did Nesuin, healthy. She's eating. Then he becomes deaf. So she eats, then mace, then he dies, and then she falls to the Yavam, even if he's deaf, he could sustain. So Umay Bazu, and why how why does the Bryce say that the Yavam is more powerful? Isn't the Yavam just sustaining? The answer is in a way he's more powerful. Why? Because if the husband had been deaf by the time they lived together, it wouldn't work. But the Yavam is deaf and it works. Because the Yavim is just trying to sustain. I mean, the reason why the Yavim is more powerful is because in this case, the Yavim, when she meets the Yavim, he's already deaf. And it works. If she had met the husband when he was deaf, it wouldn't work. But the reason why it makes sense is because the Yavim is just trying to sustain. He's not trying to create. Okay. So this version of the Gemara was that Rav and Shmuel who argue in a case where you do a Shvacha Bia, whether she could eat Shuma, was talking about a case where um, her first marriage was Kedushin. Only. So she was not eating truma, and the machlokas is, can, they, can the yavam elevate or just sustain? The Gemara has a girsa change, ikada amri, a different version, and as you're going to see, you're going to see the different version is, if it's after Kedushan, everyone agrees, he cannot elevate. The machlokas is, it's after Nesuin, meaning she was already eating truma, and the question is, does he, can he even sustain? That's the second version of the Gemara. If her first marriage was just Kedushin, everyone agrees that she would not be able to eat Truma by this type of Bia because he can't, he can't elevate, according to everybody. Because she wasn't eating in the first husband's lifetime. So this Yavam, unless he does a proper Bia, cannot elevate with an improper Bia. And the Machlokas is where she was already eating, and the question is, is this improper Bia enough to sustain? Rav says she could eat because she was eating before, so that's enough to sustain. And Shmuel says, no, she cannot eat. Why? He can't even sustain. Because this type of via is not even enough to sustain. Okay. So, you're right. You're right. This is a chedesh. You're right. I would not have thought this. Um, now, here's the problem. Shmuel saying you can't even sustain. Meaning, uh, improper bia can't even sustain. He, it's, it drops. 
Here's the problem. Didn't Shmuel say before, Ha'amar of Nachman, Omer Shmuel, Kol Shabal Machel, Yavim Machel? Didn't Shmuel say whatever the husband could do, the Yavim can do? Which means he could sustain. Right? Isn't that what he said? So the says, No. No, what Shmuel was not talking about the power of the Yavim. Shmuel was just saying, any Bia that the husband could, would work, would work for the Yavim. Any bia that with the husband would not work in improper does not work for the yavam. So he, he never meant the yavam is, is equal in power to the husband. He was just saying that it has to be the type of bia that would work by the husband will work by the yavam. In improper bia, which will not work by the husband, will not work by the yavam either regarding truma. If a husband, if a man tries to marry a woman by raping her, that would not work. That's what's happening here. It's just because it's yibam, it's slightly effective. All Shmuel's just saying is that if you want to be fully effective, it has to be the type of bia that would work by a marriage. If it's not the type of bia, it won't work for this. Well, kafa doesn't work. works in Yibam, no? Huh? It works in Yibam. It does, but he's saying, but not for truma purposes. Meaning, it kind of works, but it won't work fully. That's his point. Because it's not the type of um, relations that would work fully for a marriage, it'll work partially, it won't work fully. That's his point. Now, uh, so again, so according to Rav, it sustains. According to Shmuel, it doesn't even sustain. Here's the problem. I'm sorry, uh, I skipped the line. goes by the same case that we had before. What about that case that we had before, where the husband was deaf, right? Marriage, then he becomes deaf, dies, the Yavam's deaf, and we said the Yavam sustains. See, see, he sustains. So how could Shmuel. Husband was healthy, full marriage, she's eating truma, then the husband becomes deaf, then he dies. The Yavim takes over, the Yavim sustains. The whole point of the Bryce is that a Yavim sustains. But now Shmuel's saying the Yavim drops down. But they were married they were So? Shmuel says the same thing. In the same scenario, if it was not a proper bia, he would say it drops down. So you see that Shmuel holds that a Yavim, uh, under many circumstances, can't... This Bryce says they sustain, but Shmuel says they don't. Kasha. The Gemara says, Bishalim and Lorav, Kedaris, Mikhailish, Shmuel, Kasha, Kasha. Yeah, it's not like Shmuel. This price is not like Shmuel. Okay. Right here in the Gemara. Tan Rabbonner. Bas Yisrael, Pikachas. You have a healthy Bas Yisrael. Shinesar Salakayan, Pikayach. And she has Kedushin with a healthy Kayan. But his Bikhakoin Sashin is Kharish. And then he becomes deaf mute before Nisuin. She can't eat truma because by the time he marries her, he's not healthy anymore. Yeah? Good. Let's say she then has a child. Then she could eat. Because she could eat because of the power of the sun. If the son dies. So, okay, so she lost the son now. Wait, so the baby, the kid can eat truma. Yeah, because the kid's a kayan, full kayan, right? It goes by the father. So she's eating because, because of the power of the sun. Child. Correct. The son dies. Then what happens? Rav Nassan Amar Echeles, Chamar Me'in Echeles. The Machleik is Rav Nassan Lechacham. Now Rav Nassan's a little strange. Rav Nassan's saying she could continue to eat after the son died. The her whole power to eat was because of the son. Because right? the husband's not healthy. But you don't lose it once you get it. Yeah, you do. Right? If a Basi Yisrael marries a Kayan and then gets divorced, she loses it. That's the one, right? A Basi Yisrael marries a Kayan, she could eat Truma, and then she gets divorced, she can't eat Truma anymore. No, true, but the, husband, the kid died. Rav Nassim says that even after the kid died, she oh, could continue eating. Sweet. That's a strange thing. Why? What do you mean, what? Like... Why? Because her whole power to eat was because of the son. The son died. It's like a, a Basis gets divorced. The whole power to eat was because of the husband. The husband divorces you. You're done. 
Once you lose your ticket, meaning what's her ticket? Her ticket is her kid. Her kid dies, she loses her ticket. She shouldn't be able to eat it anymore. That's what the Chacham say. If Nelson says she can continue eating, which is a bit strange. So, oh, so the Gemara is going to maybe say that. The problem is to say, yeah, but the problem with saying Bishil Baal, the Gemara is going to point out, is that her husband is deaf. So it didn't work to start, right? Her husband wasn't enough to give her the ticket, right? Her ticket she got because of her son. Son dies, she could continue eating. So you're making a good point that maybe she could continue eating because of her husband, even though her husband was deaf. Okay. Well, we'll see. But she could continue eating. So I'll have to figure out exactly why. So the Gemara says. My time with the Rav Nassim. Why, she, why could, could she continue eating? So, Amar Rabbah, she's already starting. Yeah, she's already started. Let her go. Kamara says, what do you mean? Right? Every time a Basisol marries a Kayan, she could eat, and then the Kayan dies. She can't eat anymore. She can't go back to her parents' house and, and, and still eat truma. Why? She lost her ticket. Why? Once her husband died, she lost her rights. So, so once the son dies, she should lose her right. So why is she allowed to eat truma? So, so you made a good point, which is, perhaps she's eating truma because of the husband. The problem is, we said that the husband's deaf. And the whole point was the son. So the Gemara says, The answer is, Rav Nassim feels, the reason why she could eat is because of the husband. I, the husband, was deaf. The answer is, when was he deaf? After Kedushin. If he was deaf by Kedushin, it wouldn't work. But he was deaf after Kedushin. After Kedushin, it doesn't matter if you're deaf or not. So the truth is, the reason why she was eating the ticket was not because of the son, it was because of the husband. So let me ask you a question. Why are you mentioning the son then? It falls when he became deaf? No. It, if she was deaf by Kedushin, it would be an invalid Kedushin. But it became afterwards. The Rabbonon feel, you don't get a ticket because of the husband. You can't make Kedushin when you're a deaf mute. You don't have Das. So he was healthy. Then he became deaf afterwards. And then he was married. So it's a full marriage. So the truth is, she should be allowed to eat truma. The Rabbanon don't allow her to eat truma in such a scenario because we're afraid that what's to stop someone from eating truma when the husband was deaf during Kedushin? Meaning their guys are... So correct. So the Rabbanon don't give it to... So if Nassim's really allowing her to eat, not because of the kid, but because of the husband... He feels that as long as he was healthy by Kedushin, which he was. I don't care. I don't care what happens after. Without a kid? If the kid dies, he dies, had a kid, Kain dies, she continues. If everybody's dead? Everybody's dead? Then everyone's dead. Yeah, then, then she goes back to back to... No, the point is, we thought the ticket was because of the son. Says so, Rav the ticket's because of the husband. So let me ask you a question. So why are you mentioning the son? Stam, have a machloikis. If the husband becomes deaf after Kedushin, is he enough to give her a ticket to allow her to truma? So why do you mention the son? So the Gemara says, Why are you mentioning the kid? The answer is the Shem Rabbonon. The answer is the Rabbonon argue by both. That's the Chiddush. The Rabbonon argue that they feel that the son, that the husband is, 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 is not enough. And even if there's a son, and the son dies, the husband's still not enough. So the Rabbanon, it's a Chiddush for the Rabbanon. So the Gemara says, and Then Rav Nassim should speak this out, that he argues by both. He argues by the husband and the kid. He wanted the Rabbanon to just make their point, and then he argued. So the Gemara says, but still, Then it should still be more clear. You could say, You don't have to, the case is written in a strange way. Just say, Rav Nassim says, I argue by, I argue by both. Kasha. Rav Nassim allows you to eat because of the husband, and he'll allow you to eat because if the kid dies, because of the husband. Meaning Rav Nassim, it's unclear when you read this case what Rav Nassim's shita is. The way you read it, it sounds like Rav Nassim's point is, the reason why she could eat is because of the kid. 
then it's strange that if the kid dies, she continued. And the answer is, it's because of the husband. So the Gemara is just saying, it doesn't sound like that. Kasha. Okay. Amrav, Amram, Hamilsa, Amram, and Rosh Go to the next page. Rosh Hashish told us this halacha, one is basically uh, to get to the Mishnah. Most of it is easy. There's one quick little complicated sugya here, and then one, then it'll flow a lot nicer. He says he told us a teaching, and it was illuminating from our Mishnah. <laughs> What's the teaching? Let's say you have a married woman who was married to Yisrael, and she was raped. She was attacked. What's the halacha? She's allowed to stay married, right? It doesn't passel the marriage. If it was a kain, it would. But the halacha is though she's <coughs> she's passel kuhuna. Which means if her husband dies, she can never marry a kind. That rape, while it's not enough to end her marriage, it's, ma- it's enough to make her pasakuna. That's what Rav Shesha said. And he said it's really rooted in our Mishnah. And the truth is it's in our Mishnah. Right? What did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said that there are many types of relations with a Yavim that work. There's Hara, Oynes, Shoigig, Mezid, Rotsin, Kedarka, Shalai Kedarka, and the same thing applies to Arias. Now we thought all of it. Now, if all of it applies to Arias, that means one of the cases that was by Yibam is rape. And it applies to Arias as well, meaning Ganesha's ish. And the bright and the Mishnah says, Paiselas, she's puzzled. So that implies if you take all of it together, it means that one of the cases of the Mishnah, which is rape of Ganesha's ish, she's Pasalkun. So it kind of can be alluded to in our mission. It's not the Pasha way of reading the mission, but it can be alluded to. He says, The same way that Yibam can be affected by many forms of Bia, so to it with her Arayas, and one of those cases, which we're going to... One of those cases, question mark, Pasal's the Kahuna. So what's one of the cases? So we're going to say rape, plug it in, right? There's one case that's a little ambiguous in the Mishnah. We're going to say Rape, it's oinus, and a pasal kahuna. My vechein, lav loishna, shaygi, loishna, mez, loishna, oinus, loishna, rotsin. It's talking about a case of oinus, katani, pasla. So, again, the, the, the source is that there's some sort of case in the Mishnah that's a little more vague. It's like a question mark case. So, we're going to say it applies to Yibman, it applies to Arais as well. What's the case? So, we'll say oinus, and you see it's pasal kahuna. So, if a woman has anus, she's pasal kahuna. The Gemara says, by the way, it's a Chiddush because if, it's, if it doesn't answer her marriage, you could see as like the Torah basically says, like, I don't, we don't recognize it at all. The answer is no. No, but you see that the woman who was with a guy and then yeah, yeah, married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, saying, I, I, I'm saying that. I, I could have seen this being a Chiddush. That's my point. Now, the Gemara says, no, perhaps that's not what the mission is talking about. Maybe that question mark case that applies to Yibam and to Arias is not talking about Oynes, it's actually talking about other things. The Gemara says, "My vechein hara." It's talking about hara, the beginning of bia. So maybe it's not talking about oynus at all. So you have no proof that oynus would would asar a marriage. The Gemara says, "So you tell me that." So how do you read the Mishnah? The same way it applies to yibum hara, it applies to arayis hara. Where is the source that hara is considered a bia? The last couple dafim, it's arayis. It's not by yibum. So the same way it applies by Yibam, it applies to Arayas? No, no, no. The same way it applies to Arayas, it applies to Yibam. You've got to go Iker to the Tafel. The Gemara says, You read the Mishnah, it sounds like the source is by Yibam and it's applied to Arayas. The Iker is Arayas. The Iker Harab Arayas Ksiv. Okay. Okay, maybe say Shalikadarka. That Shalikadarka works by Yibam, so too it works by Arias. Same problem. The source that Shalikadarka is a, is considered in active of, of relations is from Arias, not from Yibam. So it's the same. It's it's backwards. 
You know what it means? How do I know that you're over an Isser? That's actually learned out from Yibu. Okay. Um, new topic from here until the end of the mission. We'll run, we'll run through it very quickly. Amar Rava. Rava says, If the wife of a Kayan was attacked, so the halacha is they're not allowed to stay married. Let's say they stay married. What are they over? She's a Zaina. Right? She's a Zaina. So the Gemara says, He'll get lashes because she's a Zaina. Meaning, this, the Pasuk that says, Yishana Meir Zaina, is talking about the case, one of the inclusions of a Zaina, is Eishas Kayin Shenensa. It would be a Zaina, and, and you'd get lashes for it. Okay. The Gemara says, So what's the Iser? Zaina. Isn't it Tumah? One of the Isurim is a man, a Kayin can't marry a woman who's Tameh. Tameh meaning this case. So why are you saying Zaina? Isn't it also Tumah? So the Gemara says, Mishim Zayne, Mishim Tum Aloi. What's the Tumah? Here, yeah, I'm going to say something. Acharei Asher When the Pasuk describes a Saita, it says the Saita was, became contaminated. And it means um, not rape, because rape by a Saita won't make... Meaning Tumah means she, she, she chose to do an Aver. Okay. By a Yisrael, that means... Not rape by a kain, it means even rape, right? So if you had the word tuma, it means basically a wife you can't stay with by sota. So by a yisrael, that means if she willingly had relations. By a kain, it means even if she was violated. So the word tuma equals that. So why are you saying that it's zaina? It's actually tuma also. So the gemara says you're right. It's both. Okay. Okay, it's both. But you get lashes. Here's the kasha. Um, what's one of the sources that you're not allowed to stay with a, uh, the Kayin is not allowed to stay with his wife after she's attacked because the Pasuk says by a Saita that she was not raped because if she was raped she won't die right? she'll drink the water, she'll be fine if she was attacked she'll be fine but there's a type of woman that even if she's attacked that's Aser that's an Aishas Kayin meaning the source is from in, uh, uh, like a, a, an allusion by Saita. That's not a lav. It's called a lava b'machlal asay. Asay. It's actually from an asay. It's technically not a lav. This source. It's v'hilai nespasa asura hanespasa muteres. If she was attacked, she'd be mutter. But if she's a vaskayin, she'll be aser. That's not a lav. That's an asay. Technically, just in the laws of of of. If it's an asay, you don't get lashes. The Gemara says, "Lava ba mechal say I say." So why, why are you saying it's lashes? Isn't it an say? The answer is no. Amar Rava, Hakol ha'yu bechal zayna kishavar lechukas lagabe eishes yisrael v'yilin nispasu sura nispasu muteres bechal de eishes kain kedek kaima kaima. The answer is no. We thought that like when the pasuk says that if an eishes kain is attacked, she's aser. It's like a special source, and then we're saying it's an say. The answer is no, no, no. It's every woman that you can't stay with is under the canopy of zona, which is a los say. If she was raped by Aishas Yisrael, she's Tahar. In Aishas Kayin, she just doesn't get that heter. So where does she go? Back to Zona. Meaning, we thought there was like a special source to like passel in Aishas Kayin. There's no special source. It's that everyone starts in that canopy of Zona. She's not removed from that canopy of Zona. So she all remains. Women, all, women all women that you're not allowed to stay with are a Zona. So the point is, so she... she I mean, the Isra, maybe by Kehanim at least. So by Kehanim, any woman you can't stay with is a Zaina. 
So the fact that he's not allowed to stay with his wife after she attacked, we thought it was like a special source. It's not a special source. It's that nothing takes her out of that canopy of a zona. So it's a losus. Because you don't start off with being Tame, you start off with, ta- with being a zona. Correct. And then you move to, to, to Tuma. Or you're mo- removed. She was never removed right. from that category. Um, Ikeda Amri, some have is just a slightly different version of the Gemara. We'll run through it quickly. Amar Rabba, This one, instead of lashes for Shazayna, you get a lash in Mishum Tuma. Mishum Tuma in Mishum Zayna, you only get a lash in Tuma, not about Zona. I'm a Ba'onis, Karnilin Zona. The Gemara says, yeah, you're right. According to this version, it's not a Zona because you're not a Zona if you were attacked. It's just Tuma. Okay. But isn't it just an assay? Isn't it not a lav? So he said before, The answer is no. It starts off in the canopy of Tuma and it was never removed from that canopy. The exact same Gemara, but instead of Zona, you put Tuma. Okay. You start off as Tumma and you be removed. So who's that referring to? Any woman that a Kayan cannot marry is Tumma. So that, that, that Shita would not call her a Zona? Correct. It would be a Kulder or Tumma. It's the same, the same thing, it's just uh, what because, you're getting lashes for. Because a regular Kayan, you can't live with a little No, if you got to go, that's fine. I just want to know that's fine. I just want to <laughs> you were not dismissed like I was in Shaita. Uh, uh, so let, let's just finish up the mission. And the mission is dealing like this. A woman, there's two basically two ways that a woman can eat truma. Okay? If she's marrying a Kayan. One is if she's a Bas Kayan, she'll so she can eat at home and then she continues to eat by her husband's house. Or if she's a Basi Sural, then she can eat by her husband's house. Right? The Kayan can always feed his wife. The question is like this. What if the Kayan does Kedushin with a woman that he's not allowed to marry. Right. So there's no Isser yet, right? Like a, a mana to a Kayin Gadol. Kedushin is not Usser. Usser is the relations. So they had Kedushin, and they're sitting down at the table in between Kedushin and Nesuin, and she's like, can I eat Truma, please? Now, again, either she's a Basi Sirel, Bas Kayin, whatever. The question is, do we say that he could feed her because technically he's done nothing wrong. She is his wife. But she didn't complete yeah, but, but she didn't do anything wrong yet. She is his wife. Biblically, she could eat truma at that point. Rabbinically, not. But bibl- Or do we say the fact that they're waiting, this is a marriage that in order to complete this marriage, you'll have to do a losase. The Torah is like, no, you can't eat. Send. Wait, 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 Can you? Wait, 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 you have a woman who they're not allowed to live together. Correct. But they did nothing wrong yet because they did Kedushin. But the so, Kedushin is Tophis? Yeah, losase is Kedushin Tophis. So it's, it's a valid Kedushin, not a valid Nesuin. The question is, can, can he feed her after Kedushin, before Nesuin? Do we say, well, yeah, right now, it's a marriage. You've done nothing wrong. Biblically, you could feed her. Or do we say, no, because it's going... This marriage, in order to complete it, you'll have to do a losase. The Torah does not allow you to feed your wife based on this type of marriage. That's the question. And it's a Machlekes Tanoim. The Gemara says like this. The Mishnah says, "Amanu l'kain gadol, gushu chalutz l'kain hadit, mina erisin loyoichel betruma." Rav Meir, who's the author of the Tanakhama, Rav Meir says you cannot feed truma after kedushin. Why? Because it's it's waiting for a marriage that's usher. So we're not going to feed it off such a nesuin, off a kedushin like that. Rav Elazar of Shimon Machshir, and they say no, you could feed. That's fine until you do an avera. Call me when you do an avera. They might say like this for the next fifty years. Yeah, sure. Call me when you do an avera. 
You haven't done an Aver yet. I don't care. I, in order to complete the marriage, you have to do an Aver. We'll deal with that. We'll cross that bridge when we, when we get there. That, that's their take. The Mishnah then continues. Nis'almu and Nis'garshu. Let's say they actually did get married, and then they got widowed or divorced. So let's say she's a bas, bas Kayan. So when she gets divorced, she goes back to her parents' house. She can continue eating because she's a bas Kayan, right? Unless she became disqualified during her marriage. Right? A bas Kayan, when she marries someone... So if she marries a kohen, she continues eating, marries a soul not. Then when she gets divorced or, or her husband dies, she goes back to her father's house and eats. Her father's a kohen. So if this marriage dissolved, either through divorce or death, then the halacha is min psulis. She's possible. Why? Because she lived with him. The second she lived with him, she had nesuin. If she had full nesuin, the second she lived with him, she became possible kahuna. If she became possible kahuna, she can't eat truma anymore. Meaning, in other words, if you have an almana that marries a kain gadol and they live together in sin, she becomes disqualified forever. Okay. So if her husband dies and she goes back to her father's house and she happens to be a baskayan, she can't eat truma anymore. Because she loses it forever. She's a chalola, yeah. She becomes disqualified from truma forever, yeah. But mina erisin, but if they died after erisin, she never lived with that husband, so she never did navera, so then she goes back to her father's house and eats. Okay. Now, two lines, very strange, Gemara. Strange because... The question and answer are so obvious. Um, all the Rishonim, Rashi has like three different Shatim Taisis. They all try to figure out exactly what's happening here. Okay. Tanya Amr of Meir. Again, what is Rameir Shita? It's very important to know. We'll end Mamish two minutes. Rameir Shita is that if a Kayan, uh, a Kayan Gadol, does Kedushin with an Almana, she cannot eat Shuma because it's leading to a marriage that's not acceptable. So Rameir says, I'll prove it to you. Kaval Chaymer. You know what I mean? I'll prove it to you. Let's say you have a Yisrael, a Baskayan marrying a Yisrael. A Yisrael, yeah, Baskayan. So she can eat Shuma at home. She marries a Yisrael. Okay, let's say your wife was a Baskayan. So you have Kedushin, just Kedushin. Can, can she eat Shuma? No. No, because no, she's now married to a Yisrael. So he says, oh, if, if a Yisrael, if after Kedushin in that case, you can't eat truma, then in this case, kavachoyme, you can't eat truma, because this is a kedushin that we're not happy about. Why is it not a kavachoyme? It's very obvious. Over there, the husband's a kayan. Over there, the husband's a yisrael. They're not comparable at all. In the case, it's such a strange kasha. Again, I just want to make his point clear. His case is, you have a woman who's a yisraelis, or baskayin, let's just go baskayin, just make it easy. Baskayin, who does Kedushin, she's an Almana, she does Kedushin to a Kayin Gadol. Kedushin's not Navera, but it's leading to Big Avera. So Rameir says, you can't eat Truma. The husband doesn't get, you can't eat Truma because of the husband. He says, I'll prove it to you. Why? Because if a Bas Kayin does Kedushin with a Yisrael, she can't eat Truma. And that's a, we're cool with that Kedushin. This Kedushin, we're not cool with. Of course you can't eat Truma. The answer is, yeah, she can't, she can't eat Truma in that case because the husband's a Yisrael. Over here, the husband's a Kayin. So, so never, she has no shaykhistic. Correct. Well, here there's a shaykhistic. Correct. It's an obvious answer. And that's why Rashi has different girsas, but he doesn't like the other girsos. It's a strange thing. Let's just go with the answer. The Gemara says, the Gemara responds, The husband has no ability to feed her because he's a Yisrael. At least the husband's a Kayan. How do you compare? How do you, it's not comparable. Okay. Now, let's just finish up like this. The case of the Mishnah was, you had a machlekes 
where you did Kedushin, so no Avera yet, but it's leading to Nesuin, and the Nesuin is an Avera, can he eat Shuma after the Kedushin? So it's a Machleikas or Meir, and Rav Elizabeth of Shimon. So the Gemara says, I have another case. Another example. Right, the case of the mission was Amman Ilka and Gadol. Gushel Chutzuk and I have another example. The Gemara says like this, Am Rav Elazim Rav Aishi, a Ptzua Daka Kai in Shekidosh Bas Yisrael. Let's say you have a Ptzua Daka. Ptzua Daka is a, is a man whose testicles were crushed. That's always the Lushan. I don't know what that means. But uh, it, it, it means that he can never uh, he can never have children. I don't even know if he could have a kishayever. I don't know. It's, it's problems. The halacha is it's also da'iraisa to marry him. You can't marry him. He's puzzle. He's puzzle call. He can't marry Yisrael. It's a special halacha. So he did kedushin. So you have a koyin who has a petuadaka, yeah, and he does kedushin with a woman. So can he feed her? Again, no avera yet. But if they actually do nesuin, it's an aver. So no, no, he's he's a kayan who's just psuadaka. He's not pasul kahuna. He just can't marry any other person. He's pasul avoda, but he could eat truma. He could eat truma, and he can't marry a woman from Yisrael. He can marry a mamzer or a, he can marry a ger. I think he's pasul. He's pasul kol. Uh, he can't marry any other Jew. So. So the question is like this. So he did nothing wrong yet because it was just Kedushin. But the Nesuin is going to do something wrong. Can he feed her in the interim? It's not just a machlaikis. It's just instead of that lav, it's a different lav. So the Gemara says, It's According to Rameir, that your that if you're waiting to do an Isidaraisa, you can't eat. In this case, also because it's an isadaraisa if they if they consummate the marriage. But according to Rav Shimon, they would be allowed to eat based on this. So it's a machlokes. Rav Elazar Shimon and Rav Meir um, say machlokes, and the Mishnah is repeating itself. And we'll see tomorrow about potentially is it uh, comparable or not. When is the Levi?